Hey friend. For uh we're this is essentially a holiday weekend for America. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just if you're like, oh, I don't watch football, come on, this isn't about football. It's about cons- about eating. It's about consumerism and gorging yes. yourself. Yeah. It's it's basically uh seven wrapped up into one day. Yeah, the seven deadly sins, yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, usually no one's had wines up in a box. Nah, you know what? There's always this year or there's always next year. That's yeah. true, yeah. Uh, it's the Super Bowl Sunday. Um, teams are playing each other in football. Commercials will be played. Food mm-hmm. will be eaten. What's your favorite food to eat on Super Bowl Sunday? Mr. Um, Cheese, various cheeses. Just, and just beer. Cheese. Yeah, I'm a big beer. Oh, fan. and various dips. I like a nice spread. I like chips. I like chips all the time. Mm-hmm. Chips are my downfall. And uh, oh, I got Thomas a squeezer <coughs> or a request. I don't tell a request. What is what is the request you're making? Well, we get the three banger out the, the three burner, uh, crock pot. Oh. So you go with the uh, what, what's the first one? The the green shit. The uh. Spinach and artichoke dip. Okay. Uh, and then the buffalo chicken dip. Okay. And then the sausage queso. Um, I am not, Squeezer, making any jokes or insinuations about your weight here. But those are actually, uh, those, are really, those are really small crock pots. No, they're pretty big. I'll show you. Yeah, okay. What do you think they hold? They're not the little ones. It's a big one. It takes up like, it's... It's like your kitchen counter? Yeah, it takes up a good chunk Did you rig three four quart uh crock pots into a <laughs> no there are not three full-size crock pots just wired together into although that's not a bad idea i got why well, use the little ones when i have three crock pots just laying around you can never have enough crock pots it's just one of those things where you get a new one but you don't get rid of the old one no exactly so then you can uh, make... unless you watch an nbc uh drama and you freak out so you throw it out you can make your i can make my grape jelly barbecue meatballs oh and um i don't know whatever else i want and it's something cool like uh some sort of i make this uh, italian stewed chicken i make a, a, a tortellini soup but you gotta it's kind of not super bullish i made it one year for super bowl but the mm-hmm. tortellini kind of goes to mush by the end of it yeah so we don't eat like actual food it's just various dippings throughout the day so I might just I might make my mac and cheese. That's pretty heavy, but that'll put you to sleep by like six thirty. So you you make your mac and cheese in a crock pot? No, no, I bake it. Oh yeah, me, me too. But no, I I can't take out room for the dips. It's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I might make the the disturbing thing though is the disturbing thing is when it comes time to clean it out, and especially the um the sausage queso the way it kind of congeals oh that must be hard to clean out do the the, the bowls lift out of the thing they do okay but just to clean it it's a it's a high quality uh tri burner crock pot 
Um, only the best when it Slow comes cooker. to Slow cooker. Is it Crock-Pot brand? You're doing the whole Kleenex Band-Aid thing. Uh, no, it's a Crock-Pot. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, slow cooker. Uh, and, uh, when you clean it out, it's like, wow, this is in me now. And it's kind of <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> like this is inside me. It's like, and you can actually feel it moving around cause it just kind of congeals. It's like an asteroid belt. Like all the little bits of like queso and sausage just start combining together. What kind of it's sausage? It's like a tiny little Pluto inside your stomach. What kind of sausage do you use for your queso? Um, I I like like a hot Ital- like a, a a spicy Italian. Now do you do you have it cut up in chunks or is it crumbled? Uh, crumbled. Okay. Crumbled, but I I, I like large chunks. Like I I break it up and I'll, I'll cook it fairly chunky. Like it won't be like a, it won't come off like a, like a taco. Right dispersion more like a some something similar to like the old domino style sausage okay i don't that's a weird pairing but i guess it's good it's delicious i uh and who okay who you having over for the game what do you mean exactly that's my point yeah i don't last year we've the past few years we've had friends i i think this year is the first year we're not but i'm still cooking for us Mm mm-hmm uh, one year when I was watching it by myself, uh, before I met Enchantress, I I made, I drank probably a case of beer by myself because the game starts early. Yeah. And I would make these like chicken nachos that were mm-hmm. so I'd make uh, queso dip or queso uh, to pour over it out of uh, Cooper Sharp cheese. Oh. And it was like a layered thing where. Mm-hmm. Like I'd I'd throw I'd I'd take the biggest baking sheet I had, and and then I um I uh would so you have to make at least like a gallon of this queso, so I'd put all the uh, tortilla chips I get the thin Catalina style crispy chips, mm-hmm. 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 put them in a baking sheet, season them myself, and 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 cook them on three fifty for about five or six minutes, get them nice and hot. Meantime, I have a, a a casserole dish. You put queso on the bottom lever, some some chips, uh, more queso, chicken, shredded cheese, chips, queso, chicken, shredded cheese, uh, into and then like you layer that up with shredded cheese on top. Put it in the oven, bake that for about and under the broiler for just a little bit till the cheese is all melty and gooey. Throw some uh, lettuce. Like salsa, jalapenos on there, sour cream, and you got a huge fucking thing of chicken mm. nachos that are delicious. God, and I'm hungry right and now. I just like chow down on that. I start, I start making them, and by like, you know, you like I It's not. I'm gonna miss work tomorrow from the hangover. It's I'm gonna miss work tomorrow because I can't move. Yeah. yeah. The the cheese and chicken is congealed in my stomach. <laughs> I have my own Pluto. Uh, maybe I can request some. Uh, oh, I might request hoagie dip too. Oh yeah, hoagie dip is okay. Yeah, it's like a hoagie, but yeah, in a bowl. A yeah. Yeah. Do you use mayonnaise or like a? Uh, oh, mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. You get the eat around the tomatoes because you don't need all that extra sugar. Because you know it's just sugar. 
you know, <laughs> yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, you want to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. So. You don't want to poison yourself with that, uh, that sugar tomato. Uh, nonetheless, um, yes, it is a fun holiday uh, for watching commercials, uh, enjoying family and or friends, and uh, just eating garbage and drinking mm-hmm. alcohol because if nothing else we'll find we're doing more super bowl commercials today if you don't can't figure that out yeah if you listen to the show you know it. we told you we were going to do this but uh if you go through most of the commercials you watch the super bowl it's it's mainly beer and junk food commercials and car commercials yep you got movie trailers there's the occasional company who decides they're going to fucking lay it all on the line and, and go for broke with a a super bowl commercial this year but generally, it's or there's the inspirational pile of crap that everyone wants to talk about, but no one really cares. Yeah, it's like we get it, Detroit. Right. Yeah. Sure. But I, I you know, I like the beer commercials. I mm-hmm. like the Dorito commercials. I like the Coke and Pepsi, and you know, or the junk food commercials. Yeah. Because because those are the be- because what did we learn from from wrestling and uh, world politics is that competition uh, breeds uh, uh, what was it quality I don't know you get your the best out of the competition and that is the hottest competition out there that's a total war beer and junk food is ruthless and so that's where it matters like you have to put on a good commercial because you want people to talk about it because you want them to buy your shit. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, <clears throat> at one point we got down to, like, three beer companies, but with the, I guess you could call it the craft craze, and uh, maybe there's, there's like, five majors and then a bunch of minors. Yeah. The majors really are the only ones who are buying. It's Budweiser who's buying. Yeah. Miller will buy ads here, but Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch is buying the bulk of the... They're... They're the Super Bowl kings, and they have been mm-hmm. for us growing up. I had a number somewhere where they they outspent everyone by far. It's really their holiday. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. <laughs> They've earned it. You 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 earned it. You, you earned it. Yeah, give Budweiser a Nestle's Crunch bar. It's earned it. I'm going to take back all the bad things I said about them. Are you? No. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like Bud Light at all. I'm sorry, guys. I don't like really Bud Heavy at all. No. You I know can't. what I don't mind? You're going to think lesser of me. Bud Light Platinum's not bad. I've never had it. If so you I have didn't... the choice between the three, you go Bud Light Platinum. It's like 6% alcohol. No, right, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not why I drink beer. Yeah, no. I drink Heineken people, not Heineken Light. I probably should, but not Heineken Light. <laughs> I drink Heineken, heavy Heineken. I love like, it. Like I was saying before, I like that the uh, you know they have all their crazes, and the, even though the hipsters tried to ruin uh, the beers that I like for me, the whole session ale thing going on now, I like because I can get good tasting beer like under like eight percent and not be trashed after one. Yeah. Uh, our buddy uh, E Rock from Connecticut. Uh, he's he's like I listen to vinyl and I drink. IPAs. What does that make me? Yeah. 
It's like I was, but I was doing these things before you were an asshole we, for doing it. We well, no, you know, Iraq, you're look, not an asshole. As long as you do that, the assholes you're fine. Assholes. It's he's it's like when us. you basically preach it like it's the Bible to but people. Back yourself up. You kind of made it sound like you're calling him an asshole there. Oh no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. No, he's from Connecticut. But <laughs> um, no, I would never. But it's like it, you don't go around bragging. Well, I listen to vinyl and drink IPAs, or no. I don't go to movie theaters. I do. Yeah, it's fun. Fuck yeah. your phone. Right. I love movie theaters. I don't watch right, TV. It's 4K, and it's also five inches wide. I don't watch TV. Fuck you. Yes, you do. You're watching your phone. It's the same thing. If you're reading your phone, you're watching a TV. Yeah. <laughs> All right? It's simple as that. It's just a different form of it. Yeah, it's like no different. If you were just sitting at home, just read it, watching the community bulletin board on your TV. Or watching a movie with subtitles. Like it's, the same. Yeah. it's what you're doing. You're just, come on. Come on. Ian. <laughs> Think you're a oh, hero. I'm not being subtle? No. I'm taking a shot. Oh, everyone gets a new uh, uh, behind-the-scenes character that we won't indulge on much more. Yeah, because yeah, he would enjoy it too much. But I don't think he listens because he gave up coffee. He's a true hero. Spe- yeah. Speaking of coffee, sorry to non sequitur, but did you nope. see, did you see That's what the show's all about ocean? So when I was a kid, I became when I was like a maybe like a young a tween or yeah preteen maybe tween maybe early teenager. Mm-hmm. I became obsessed with like cranberry juice and ocean spray, and um, so much that I was like drink- I was always trying. I loved cran grape. And I thought it was healthy. Uh, hold on, where are the Ocean Spray candies in the '90s? They were called yeah, uh, Fruit Waves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I was obsessed. I would buy them all the time. The Cran Grape ones, the Ocean Spray Fruit Waves candy. They were basically like a they're they're exact same shape as a Werther's original, and they even came in the same kind of packaging. They're probably made by the same company as Werther's, and they're individually wrapped and had like Cran Strawberry, Cran Raspberry, and Cran Grape. And um, I don't know. I thought I was being like some sort of weird, healthy, probably hipster, but I didn't know the term of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just you're just basically drinking non-carbonated soda. Yeah, yeah. And it's candy. Um, but the ocean spray craze was big, so I was always I have a thing in my heart. I don't really drink any. I don't drink any juice. I try to limit all my sugar. But yeah, Ocean Spray Fruit Waves, Fruit Waves candy was pretty big in like mid '90s. I I don't think it's made anymore. I, I I'm looking. I don't think I see it anymore. I usually cut mine with water anyway. Cranberry. All juice? my juice. Yeah. Cranberry. Yeah. I, I I like just a little splash. It's, I don't like like a full glass. It's just it's way too much for me. Or like a little if you just have like a little seltzer, and just a little splash in there. That's some good shit right there. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't. Even my orange juice, like I get, I get weird looks because like it's too sweet for me. I just need a little. It's cause I grew up on juicy juice, which is just watered down juice. So. The only candy made with the refreshing taste of ocean spray. All natural fruit flavor. When you're thirsty for a great candy. When you're thirsty for a great. What candy. year was that? That that I'm 19... gonna go ninety eight. Ninety ninety five. Oh wow! Okay. Here's another commercial. The, gu- the guitar riff was very. This is a 1994 one. Introducing the only candy made 
made with the refreshing, tart, and sweet taste of Ocean Spray. All natural fruit waves when you're thirsty for a great candy. That was going after, I guess, the uppies. <laughs> yeah, it was a little... It, it, had, it, it wasn't exactly fun. It had people uh, worshipping a giant uh, bottle of cran raspberry. A lightning strikes the bottle, and a faucet appears from it. And oh, I remember that. And it starts pouring juice, which turns into uh, fruit waves as it falls to the pe- the dooring people below. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ocean Spray used to be some legit shit uh, when I was a kid. I, mean, um, I tried Ruby Red once. Ugh. Cranberry grapefruit juice. Nah. Yeah, that was nah, I don't even know if they make any of this shit anymore. But um, they do make Ocean Spray just released this. And this might be something you would like. And you're going to scoff at it, but I read mm-hmm. a review. So it's called Ocean Spray Brew. It's cranberry there's two flavors cranberry blueberry with cold brew coffee and cranberry lemonade with cold brew coffee it's real fruit juice a splash of real cold blue cold brew coffee caffeine from green coffee and no added sugar there's 30 calories per bottle hmm. and so i read this review and it said uh will this be any good and the uh, question the answer is resounding yes they're sh- shockingly tasty Hmm. Well, see, I, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it, um, because it's not, it's not like it's flavored coffee, like that kind of the, the flavor injected coffee bothers me. No. But if you inject coffee into something else, if you Kona the shit out of cranberry juice. Yeah. So uh, the lemonade one is, he says it's. This is on uh, impo- the impulsive buy dot com. He says. I know what I said. Lemonade. Sorry, go ahead. It smells like iced tea, but once you're about to take a sip, you get smacked with a scent of coffee. I'd equate mm. this to having a glass of lemon iced tea right after eating a coffee-flavored hard candy. That might not sound all appetizing in your mind, but it really works. To me, it evoked the Italian after-dinner espressos with those little lemon wedges. Mm. The brew is perfectly balanced, not too sweet, not too sour. No flavor whelms another. The blueberry, this one smells like blueberries and coffee grounds. It tastes like blueberry tea that quickly transitioned to berry-centric cold brew. I was reminded of dark chocolate-covered espresso beans, despite there not being any chocolate in the ingredients. I guess it was the dark berry flavor and coffee mixed together that put that in my mind. Imagine an edible espresso bean wrapped in blueberry-infused chocolate coating. That's the aftertaste. Mm. Uh, he gave them a 9 and an 8 out of 10. Whoa. Uh, is it coming like a, you can get it as a... It's a single. Like 16 ounce, a single serving? Yep, single servings. Where are they selling this? Uh, they'll probably start showing up in stores everywhere. I'm if I curious. See it, if I see them, I'll ground for it. I won't drink them, but I, I want to try it because I, I like if it's not too sweet. Like I like if it's gonna have like a little smokiness. It seems like or bitter, like nutty. Hmm. Yeah, there's less sugar than in one of the sugar-free monsters. There's only six grams of sugar. That's hardly anything. Hmm. Now, is, is it because they throw a shit ton of sweetener in it, or? Uh. I don't. I doubt it. He said they're not very sweet at all. Hmm. Wow. That maybe that'll be my thing. I'll give it a try. If not, the Mrs. Squeezer might like it. Ocean Spray Brew. Yeah, Enchantress might like it too. I, when I first saw them at, that it was coming out like a few weeks ago, I was like, ugh. But uh, you know, they wouldn't put it out. Maybe I guess they would, but it seems like an unlikely thing to do. But I guess 
Wait, they wouldn't put it out if it wasn't any good? I just said that, and I was like, wait, that's... It, like, new would. Coke. Yeah. There's also... Uh, so, I, t- I told you that there's raspberry cream Kit Kats for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. There are lemon crisp Kit Kats coming out for the spring Easter, and they're pos- supposedly amazing. Uh, simply put, Kit Kat lemon crisp bars are heavenly and embody everything I want in a lemon-flavored sweet. Uh, again, they're a seasonal offering, but... If you like lemon, I, I want to put it out there. I went and I had every intention of getting some one of the items that you suggested on the last show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, you were even with me. We we're in that store, and I was even looking at candies, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't really have anything of quality to offer. So I kind of that was the downtown. Uh, yeah, I, I know, but I think they'd store have a little something from the hockey arena. <laughs> well, I guess they, if I guess if they can't fix the fucking automatic door to and, stay closed in January, in like ten degree weather, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the Peep cereal or Peeps. Yeah, last year I Ugh. talked about Peep cereal, uh, and they had marshmallows in it. But people complain like, "How is this Peep cereal?" This year it's the Loops, but they actually have Chick and Bunny marshmallows in it. Oh. Also. I, did I mention this last week? I tried the the new Coca Cola energy drink. No, no. So there's a new Coca Cola energy drink. There's Coca Cola and Cherry Coke, and then Coke Zero and Coke Zero Sugar Cherry. I, I bought the Zero Sugar Cherry and the Zero Sugar. I didn't try the cherry. The Zero Sugar was disgusting. I hated it. It was. I was expecting Jolt Cola. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was some weird in between Red Bull, Coca Cola, gross, dunk, garbage. I couldn't stand it. I thought it was awful. So, yeah, that's that's updates for. Sorry, we just went off about food for the last. I don't know. Well, this entire show is pretty much four of my five picks are all about junk and alcohol. Yeah, me too. Um, and since I started last week, it's your turn to start a soft squeeze with your first pick. All right. Here we go. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I suggest it's not, this isn't going to be hard because we each have 10 picks, 30 seconds to a minute max each. It'd be easy to track these down, and it's definitely worth, I think, watching all these for a reason. Um, this one is the Tabasco Mosquito one. And I say that because for a Tabasco commercial that's kind of silly and ridiculous and has a sweaty guy eating pizza on a porch in a swamp with hot sauce on it it looks great it's a beautiful looking commercial actually and it's it it has everything you want it's simple there's no dialogue and it's the guy's eating pizza putting hot sauce on it like just dumping bottles you hear the bottle even get kicked over Uh, and at some point a mosquito lands on him and sucks his blood, and he just sits and watches it happen, and then it kind of flies off, and then just explodes, like, 
1977 Death Star explosion out in the woods as it was flying away. And he kind of just rocks back in his chair and smiles. And you could tell, like, this isn't the first time this has happened. Right. Um, and then you just see the little Tabasco logo, like, kind of fade in next to his head. And then pff, that's it. It's a great spot. It's simple, but funny. Um, and easily, one. this is one of my favorites of all time. I remember seeing this, and I thought it was great. And I like Tabasco, so. I'm not going to be one of those guys like, oh, I don't like Tabasco. It's not hot enough. No, I enjoy the flavor. Uh, and I yeah, get I like it. Tabasco. It's commercialized. I'm a, I'm a more of a Sriracha fan. but cause I like the Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I don't look at them in the same, as the same category. Okay. I don't look at Sriracha as a hot sauce. Um, but yeah, this debuted in 98. That would be Super Bowl uh, XXXIX. Um... I'm sorry, no, wait, that was uh, the follow-up one. Uh, this was 32, so that was the XXXII. Oh, Look well, at that. Thanks for clarifying. It. Yeah. Uh, and this was ranked in the uh, ad meet. You know, they do the ad meter then and all that yeah. bullshit. But this was ranked number four uh, for the entire year uh, of 1998. But it's not the first time it ran during the Super Bowl, although it wasn't officially a Super Bowl commercial. It ran regionally um, in, like, the Texas region uh, I remember the year it. before. Oh, okay. So it ran the year before, and because of that, it's not officially a Super Bowl ad because it's regional. It's not sold via the national market. But I remember seeing it. Oh, yeah. No, no. It, you saw it. It's just it. you saw it a year after people in Dallas saw it. Oh. Uh, and it was such a hit. Um, so it wasn't... I didn't see it in the Super Bowl. I saw it just on t television. Oh, you didn't see it, like, during the Super Bowl when I, it aired? No, I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh. Well, I mean, no. It, it, all Super Bowl commercials air on television. Well, then what the hell are you saying it's regional for? It, th in 1997, it ran regionally. And then 1998, it aired in the it Super Bowl. It ran nationally. Uh, and that's when they considered a Super Bowl commercial, making air quotes. Uh, yeah. All right, that's you weren't clarifying properly. Oh well, you didn't see my air quotes. You gotta pay attention. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, it was uh, directed by uh, Dick Buckley, uh, who also did a. Do you remember the Snickers Frisbee commercial where the kids like throwing a frisbee all over like the city, and it just says like Snickers. Yes. Yeah, he did that one. And he also did the Miller Lite training. Do you remember that with like all the hot chicks, like the Baywatch style, uh, all the Miller Lite girls, like training on how to like get guys good beer? Yes. He also directed that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, this actually won a Golden Lion at Cannes in the commercial category. Oh. So yes, this we are leading off with a Cannes Film Festival award winner. Um, for a tobacco com Tabasco commercial uh, with an exploding mosquito. Very cool. Yeah. Go yeah. check it out yeah. and then have some. Pizza it made me want to just get a cold slice of pizza and put hot sauce on it. It looks like it's a hot slice of pizza, doesn't it? Uh, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I actually, I prefer, if I'm going to do hot sauce on it, I like it cold. It's a nice contrast. Okay, fair enough. Uh... 
So try both those things. Watch the commercial and eat cold pizza with hot sauce. Now, now we're talking. Okay, uh, I guess it's turn for my first pick. This is from 1993, kids. What's all the racket? Uh, what's up? Chalk. I was only kidding. Gruesome, ain't it? <laughs> of course you know this means war. Here, Jordan. In. Here, Jordan. What'd you expect? Elmer Fudd? Nice shot. Nice shot. This floors them every time. This could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's all, folks. Well, that's my line. <laughs> uh, that's a cute commercial. Hair Jordan. Uh, I said 93, but um, all of these I don't know the date. I think because uh, every uh, every Super Bowl ad I look up, it said 93, and then I saw that it was 92. So I don't know. Maybe it means a 92 football season, but the Super Bowl is in 93. I don't know, but it really doesn't matter because this is the commercial that inspired them to make Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for the Air Jordan 7s, which were okay. They uh, were still three shoes away. Uh, well, I'm sorry, four shoes away from perfection. Uh, the Jordan 11s, in my mind, are the best Air Jordans. Uh, my man Sean down in Miami knows the drill. Um, so uh, it was directed by Joe Paitka, and he did the uh, Bow Nose campaign for Nike, mm-hmm. which was huge. Everyone knew what Bow Nose, Bo Jackson. Uh, so no, he, yeah, the man's a legend. Yeah, he wanted to pair Michael uh, Jordan with Bugs Bunny, and... Uh, they were able to do it. Uh, Warner Brothers was like, sure, yeah, why not? Uh, it wound up being great for Warner Brothers uh, because it got them to uh, reach out to Michael and say, hey, you had great chemistry with Bugs Bunny. My very line is then when he does like the female Bugs and he's like, hey, yous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, it was Michael Jordan's agent, David Falk, who pushed for the commercial to be adapted into a movie. And um, Warner Brothers was desperate to revive Looney Tunes. And Falk was like, we think he could do it. This is perfect. And I mean, who doesn't love? It, it was a classic movie immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, it, was even, it even worked out because Mike Jordan was retired at the time. And they, they it went with the whole can't play baseball. Uh, um, Got to get back to basketball to save the world storyline, which is great. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think Joe... Uh, Pitka did directed uh, Space Jam as well. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but I think he did. No, no, yeah, that was that was he did that, and he did two movies. He did that and uh, Let It Ride with uh, Richard Dreyfuss. So there you go. He, uh, he I'm I'm coming from my notes because he's in the show later down the road. Oh, yeah. Shaq did a movie too. I don't know if anyone that's ever seen Blue Chips. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I was I was kind of on board with Shaq the whole. Shaq was with the Pepsi, and he's pretty much everything, all sports. Yeah, Sha- well, Shaq was also on my short list for uh, Super Bowl commercials, too. But He's a brand. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. We just lost Kobe Bryant this weekend. Uh, Kobe had some good commercials. I don't really know of Super Bowl commercials. He did some McDonald's. He did Adidas. He, then he went to Nike. But, uh yeah, I mean, I was never... Kobe came from our, kind of our area, uh, but... Uh, so we can make it about ourselves, like sure. everyone else. Like, why not? I wasn't really a big Kobe Bryant fan. I was more of an Allen Iverson fan. So I really, you know... The, was That's uh, basketball? Yes. Okay, cool. When I was a kid, you know, I was... I loved Charles Barkley and the Sixers. I loved Michael Jordan, and I liked Shaq. Mm-hmm. Um... Then the Sixers drafted Allen Iverson was when I was in junior high, and, uh, and then they dra- the Lakers or some other team drafted Kobe and they traded him to the Lakers. But uh, and he was in high school. I'm like, fuck this guy, fuck the Lakers. <laughs> but rest in peace, Kobe. You will be missed by a lot of people, and all other nine or eight people on the. <laughs> Thanks. You guys too. You do. You guys too. Whose names aren't important because you're not celebrities, right? That's uh, pretty much how it works. Uh, thank God I'm not a celebrity. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's going to be a Super Bowl. Uh, you're going to get your Super Bowl commercial there. Oh, a tribute. Yeah, some or someone's going to try to attach their fucking shitty product to it. Their mm. brand. The- Oh, uh, let me. We should. I, I'm not doing it now because I want to put a little bit of thought into it. But we should start a pool. What what shitty self important uh, product is going to attach themselves to the tragedy? Mm, I Nike might because he had a a deal with Nike. All right, maybe, but that that's you know, it's like a thing. I always remember something, something. Thank you. What Adidas. And McDonald's fired him after the alleged rape, so it would be in poor taste for them to do anything. Yeah. Hmm. Nike hired him after the alleged rape, so they are they have full uh, rights to do it. Uh, Nike's business practices and manufacturing practices are pretty much in line with that anyway, so it's... I do like Nikes. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. kids in Uganda that make my Nikes, they have the right size hands, and... They just fit me right. <laughs> I don't know where my shoes are made, but they're not made here in America. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We kind of got off the rails there, but I think so. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. For all the people who miss him, we'll say it, right? What? And yeah. His, and his yeah. all the other people, poor daughter, and everyone else. That's I don't know. Would you ride in a helicopter? Uh, I was a Davy Allison fan, so no. See, I would. I, I want to so bad. Yeah, yes and no. I just want oh, to tie I, my seat. I, I actually have, but way. never, it was just like, it went up and down. It was just for a shot. 
uh, Pen Star. Wait, was I in one? You didn't. I don't think. Did you fly in one this past year? Not, no, not for that one. I'm trying to think another time. You never was I? Me. No. I'll go up in a. I'll go up in a sixty-five-year-old warplane. Sure. <laughs> but you and me both, my friend. Yours is at How least was... a little safer than mine. At least it was shiny. I went up in the one with no uh, cap. Like, uh, what's it? I was. I was like. It was like a. Uh, what do you call a uh, convertible? Cockpit. When I was sitting behind him and I had no canopy, it was just open air. Oh, there, there you go. Look at you using the terminology. Yeah, and he was. Doing, oh, you're like a pilot now. And I'm holding the GoPro and I, he couldn't wipe the smile on my face. He's like, "You want me to do some bear rolls and shit?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was a World War II plane. And they're like, "You want to go up in this?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> no, <laughs> and no hesitation, nothing. I'm like, no. "Let's go! Come on, fire this bitch up!" Hey, it made it this far. Yeah, right. It made it through a world war, and it's been. You're flying it now, so. <sighs> yeah, fuck it. Nah, I went up. I had fun. It was great. Uh, but I've never really gone on a long helicopter ride. I would, though. I wanted to do one in the Grand Canyon, but Donnie, who I work, was like, I'm not going in a helicopter. I wouldn't get in a helicopter with Donnie either. <laughs> Unless it was like a Chinook. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Uh, well. uh, so, <laughs> yeah, Air Jordan, <laughs> my Nike, great commercial. Jesus, all right. We kind of got off the rails. Here's some happier stuff. Squeeze your next pick. Sour cream and onion, or more Casey masterpiece. <laughs> you may see a stranger. Room. And somehow Oh, Miss Piggy, I nuzzle your neck. I nibble your head. I eat your chips. Good night. The low-fat new flavors of baked glazed potato chips. You'll really want to hog them. Uh, I'm such, I still love baked glaze. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're, they're... I, I thought you were going to say I still love Muppets. No, baked glaze. They're, I think I'm pretty sure they're less healthier for you than regular chips, but oh. I think so. But it 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 they're not. It doesn't seem as greasy because I guess it's congealed. So well, no. Like if you look at the ingredients on like Lay's potato chips, just no flavor. It's potatoes, oil, and salt. Yes. If you look at the ingredients yeah. ingredients on plain baked Lay's. There's a lot of ingredients there. There's monohydrosaturated glutamate kind of yeah. There's sugar in them. Yeah, sure. You might as well just eat the bag, folks. It's just oh, but they're so, baked lays are so good. I love baked. I good. love barbecue baked lays. I love baked ruffles. Yeah, but you know what actually is healthy? A baked snack. If you look, uh, baked Tostito scoops. It's just corn, salt, and um, yeah, and 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 that's it. And it's, it's, they're delicious. Yeah, and then you can use those to dip it in your sausage queso. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah, that way, you know, at least you have a somewhat... It neutralizes it. Yeah. It makes the queso healthy. Right. You know, you dip a greasy chip in there, that's double jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah, because the two greases aren't going to get along. No. They're going to separate. Especially as they're traveling to block your heart. <laughs> yeah. Just fighting with each other. You know what? Maybe you should go that route. 
Because then they, they battle it out, and then they're too weak by the time it gets to your heart, and your heart's like, get out of here. And they just decide to sit there, and they're too weak to move anymore, so they sit there next to each other and basically And block. then their friends show up, and then they sit there. And then... They just basically block uh, oxygen and blood flow to your heart and brain and uh, basically your entire body. Oh, that's a heart attack. Yes. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Oh, you should be a doctor. Like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Did you know Kevin Smith had a heart attack? I don't know if you heard. Yes, I have. <laughs> he hasn't really talked about it. He's been kind of quiet about it. <laughs> um, but big, I could go for some baked lays now, too. I got some God, downstairs. I like sour cream. I, I mean, sour, sour cream and onion on anything is yeah. good. It's really just a conveyor. Yeah. <laughs> I like them all. I'll, I'll eat the whole yeah. batch. I like the, the cheddar and sour cream baked ruffles. Mm-hmm. Uh, baked, just plain baked ruffles. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Now I'm looking at pictures of supermodels eating them. I'm like, that's not how it works. All right. So back in uh, 96, they started running ads for uh, a Bake Lay's uh, – Frito-Lay got in with the Muppets, and they actually go, that goes back to Muppets Take Manhattan. Frito-Lay did some promos and stuff with them. Um, but they, they did three spots uh, for, with Miss Piggy, um, along with uh, Kathy Ireland and uh, Vandella. And uh, the first one, it's by a pool. Um, the second one is a big surprise party, and that's the one... It, you everyone's seen this one with Richard Lewis in it, um, and and each one you know, Piggy wants her chips. Well, this one, this was the the big Super Bowl ad one, and this one adds in Antonio Sabato Jr. of uh, Melrose Place and Bold and the Beautiful fame. Uh, so he is he's a gorgeous, gorgeous man, um, hmm. and he he shows up to this uh, little. Uh, this shindig, this party, and you hear him. He's hitting on Miss Piggy. He passes by everyone, and he goes for Miss Piggy. And he's, you know, uh, uh, n- uh, kissing her hand and nibbling her neck and all that. And then he's like, and he eats her chips. And then, you know, Miss Piggy does the classic right hook from f- telegraphed from a mile away, and boom, and socks him, and he goes flying as a mater d. Uh, makes a smart-ass little comment. And then she's there eating her chips, chips flying everywhere, a la Cookie Monster, uh, while he, uh, you then see uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. uh, in the the classic uh, television uh, cast uh, with neck brace and full arm cast with the arm up in the air with a coat on, because that always looks funny. Hmm. Yeah, I like this spot. This was on my list, too. We basically had the same list, and we were just like, we have 10 spots. Let's pick. Each yeah, one. pretty much. Like, oh, let's, we were like, which ones do you want? I'm like, ah, we'll get to them. We're, we're getting we're, This is going to be probably our last, if not second to last, Super Bowl commercial. Uh, I don't know. I, got, I, I, I had more and more. I kept getting. I mean, they're not nearly. You think that they're all great, but as time goes on, some of them aren't nearly as good. Yeah. I, I like to think all of these hold up over time. Um, for me, anything with Muppets holds up over time. Yeah, when you picked it, see, I'm more of a fan of Bakelays, but you picked it, and I'm like, all right, he could have it since he 
He's uh I like my Muppets. You like your Muppets. Uh what's interesting though is in the commercial, in the VO, they call them potato chips. But That's if you crisp. look on the bag, it actually says crisps yeah. on it. Um, and I just found that odd. I'm not sure. If, is there a legally binding word for chip? Like, can does it have to to be a chip? Does it have to just be like a potato, salt and oil kind of thing? Uh, you know what, Squeeze? I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. Kind of like like bourbon, you know? Yeah, it can only be made in Kentucky with certain yeah. ingredients and. Yeah. Chips can only be made from potatoes without several chemicals injected into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a fun it's a fun commercial and it's a it's anytime you get to see Miss Piggy in action it's worth checking out. I agree. Uh all right, here is my next one. This is probably one of the cutest and most memorable. Everyone has to remember this one. I remember seeing it and loving it. Uh it's a great one. Here it is. Hey, pick on someone your own size. The Star Wars trilogy is back on the big screen, and it's even better with a Pepsi. Great effects, man. Yeah. Ah, the stone kid in the bone. So it's a kid in the movie theater. It it, it was a joint commercial paid for by Lucasfilm and uh, uh, Pepsi. And it's a kid in the in the audience watching uh, uh, Star Wars and Darth Vader's on the screen, and he's he's trying to slurp that last thing. I mean, I I don't blame Star Darth Vader for trying to choke the the cup. I don't know why he just didn't choke the kid and get it done quicker. Yeah. And then the usher's just like, hey, he's like a million years old. He's like, pick on someone your old si- own size. And he turns on his flashlight, and it's it looks like a lightsaber. And he starts having a lightsaber du- duel with um, uh, uh, Darth Vader right there in the theater. And, it, I mean, it's got the old Pepsi logo. It's, you know, and that, uh, a great thing about most of these commercials, they're all four by three, you know, the old television standard. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know. You really get that old timey feeling from them. The really '90s feel. Uh, there's just a lot of great um, imagery in this, and uh, that the, the fact that they were able to have Darth Vader do it, and they the the it did the effect of the lightsaber coming out of the screen, and um, the lightsaber his lightsaber cutting off the old lady's like big hairdo. And uh, mm-hmm. everyone's heads are like smoking in the audience from the lightsaber fight, but uh, the old man wins, and Darth Vader turns around and walks away. And then you see uh, X-wing, or I'm sorry, Tie fighters blasting towards a star destroyer, which I don't understand. Oh, it's the Millennium Falcon. There, there it is. You don't see that right away. The Millennium Falcon flies over a star destroyer. Tie fighters are. Uh, shooting at it and it says generation next remember that was their slogan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and some stoner kid sitting next to the kid drinking the pepsi he's eating uh popcorn and he goes and his hair is like fr- fried off and he's like man these are great effects uh he probably works in television now 
but great uh, great ad in my opinion. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was probably, I mean, you think effects wise, that was probably the most not other than, you know, airing re-airing a film on TV. Like effects wise at the time it's probably one of the most complicated I, I think, things on TV. I think since it was a joint effort between Pepsi and uh, Lucasfilm, I'm sure uh, they had the money. Then. Yeah, I, I, ILM probably did it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just probably, in my opinion, how it happened. You know, but you compare to there are so many other sci-fi shows on TV at the time. You think you know between all this, the Star Treks and. Babylon 5, Space Above Me on all that and all their budgets. Like, none of it actually compared to the effects of this one Pepsi commercial. Yeah, well, when Lucas has... He just he just had ILM finished, uh, I guess, with a lot of people's eyes, ruining the original trilogy to come back on. I was just so excited to see it in the theater. All yeah. the, the, I, I feel bad for the women in... Uh, was it, it was either ninth or eighth grade. Uh, we all went to see Return of the Jedi... Uh, the re-release in theaters instead. I have like every ma- like male in my class went to see it that night instead of going to the semi-formal dance. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we're idiots. I should have been like, oh, I'm going to the semi-formal. No, no fuck that. Star Wars. No. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you think about that for a while. It's like, oh, I should have been there. I'd have been the only guy. And then like, I would have done nothing. Like, I would have stood oh, on the other God, side I by myself. Gone to Return of the Jedi. Right. If I would have been there, I'd been like, why didn't I go to Return of the Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? Ah, uh, but yeah, Pepsi. Oh, man, they do good ads sometimes. Coke too. They do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not a either a Coke guy or Pepsi guy. I like Pepsi Zero Sugar and Coke Zero Sugar. So I'll take either. Yeah, I like, I like Coke. I like Coke Zero, but I like Diet Pepsi. See, I, I don't like Diet Pepsi. I like the Pepsi Max or what they call now Zero Sugar, the black mm-hmm. labels. Yeah. I don't like Diet. Diet Coke is awful. No, oh, I don't get people that like that like Diet Coke over anything else. It tastes like. Yeah, windshield Coke, Coke wash Zero tastes like Coke. Yeah. And Pepsi Zero Sugar tastes like Pepsi. Yeah. Anyway, I like those. Here is Squeezer's <laughs> next pick. I wonder what company is this is about. Is that the full spot? Yep. Oh. Uh, you'll have to explain it to us because I didn't. I, you only sent me audio. I remember the spot. It's about some guy who works for Coke drinking Pepsi, right? Yeah, this is the Your Cheating Heart uh, Pepsi. Uh, so Truck driver, right? He's a truck driver? Truck driver. Yeah, yeah, this was. There was a whole. There was a series of these. Uh, of the two truck drivers, and there's even one with them actually didn't, making up like at a diner. Right, didn't before Coke it. do one too? 
Yeah, they, they there was a war going on. It was kind of fun because my uncle was actually a driver for Coke. So it was kind of cool. Like, hey, that's like you. Do you fight Pepsi guys? All the, they, uh, they just want to get in and out and go home. Um, they like their product because they can take it home with them at the end of the day. Um, so this is actually considered amongst some. And, you know, you can't, you know, you take it for what it is. But when we were talking about that uh, ad meter, yeah, 2008, uh, they did a poll, and uh, they considered this at the time the best of all time. Hmm. It's simple. It's a security camera shot, and the guys, you see the guy delivering Coke, and the Coke is in the cooler, and he's stacking it. And then he's done, and he looks, and the Pepsis are right next to it, and he's kind of looking around over his shoulder, and he's like, ah, what the hell? So he opens up, the, slides the door open, takes out a Pepsi, and the entire shelf just comes crashing down. All the Pepsi flies out and all over the floor. And he's just standing there holding the Pepsi while other people come running and looking. And now there's the Coke guy standing there with the Pepsi. Um, and his body language is art. Like, w- when you think of, like, physical comedy, it's the little things just the, the way he he sells the whole thing it's fantastic hmm. and it's one shot uh it's just a lock off security camera footage you see the time the time stamp in the top of it and he just kind of walks off and then you get the little pepsi logo at the end my my favorite part about it though is the ridiculousness of it because the top shelf like, you could tell that they loaded this thing and, like, rigged it to throw out more Pepsi than would actually fit in the machine. Right. Like, it, it's probably a couple thousand cans alone come flying off, like, the top rack. Not the it's machine. Like, it's like Mary Poppins, like, purse. But it just, it adds to the humor about it. If we wanted to be serious, then that's the point. Uh, and of course, your cheating heart. It's the 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 classic nineteen fifty three Hank Williams uh, hit. Um, and this one was this was we were talking about. Uh, this was a, a Joe Pitka uh, production. Oh. yeah, yeah. The man, the man's legendary. I mean, as far as like commercials go, and like he's one of the guys you go to if you want a Super Bowl ad. You know, that was who you would go to. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's the, the, you're able to tell a whole story in just like one shot. It's great. It's one of my favorites too. It's when we came about the, uh, when we came up with the uh, part two, I was surprised. I'm like, why didn't I do this on part one? It was probably on my short list. Those papers get lost and in, into time. Um, but yeah, go check this one out. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, Oh, it just it got me thinking what a bitch it had to be to make though. Because even though it's just one shot, you have to reset it. So someone's gotta come in that makes is making like two hundred bucks a week and their job is just pick up all those cans. Hmm. But they can go, Hey, I worked on a Super Bowl commercial. That's true. Our friend uh out in uh Los Angeles who sent me that beautiful Mondo Japanese uh Jurassic Park that is sick yeah he is i got him a package going out uh to to thank him for that lovely uh our boy chunk 85 
on Instagram. He uh, he worked on um, that Walmart commercial with mm-hmm. all the with the Ghostbusters Ecto Ecto One and the, the DeLorean and the Jurassic Park uh, Explorer. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. I it's, I love it. It's I mean it really just does everything you want it to, uh, and at uh, attacking your uh, nostalgia nerves. It's like they know what they're doing. They sure do. Um. All right, is that all? Ah, uh, that's all. All right, here we go. Here is my next pick. This is a great one. <laughs> Diapers, milk, and laundry detergent, twenty-five dollars. Oh yeah, and that stuff he just said. Routine oil change, twenty dollars. <laughs> Haircut, $75. 75 bucks. Getting your errands done quicker to spend more time with your family? Priceless. That's getting your errands done quicker to... Yeah, yeah, I heard you the first time. Stupid voiceover. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. Ooh, it, oh. <laughs> uh, such a great spot. I believe this is from 04, but again, I don't have any of my dates right. It could be from 03, it could be from 05, it could be from 02. Uh, but I think it's from 04. Um, it was created by Inter, Inter, Interpublic's McCann Erickson ad agency in New York. And it's one of those, uh, the uh, MasterCard did tons of those priceless campaigns. Uh, but this one decided to go the life of uh, Homer Simpson. And um, it he does his movements and his money he spends on the way home and uh at the end like it says sp- saving time and spending all your time with your family and he's at moe's <laughs> drinking a beer <laughs> that's when he's like yeah i heard you the first time stupid voiceover um joyce king thomas is the executive creative director on the mastercard and uh she was the one who uh, put this whole thing together. Uh, funny ad. And, I mean, you can't go wrong with The Simpsons. And it was very old-school Simpsons. I think Simpsons were still kind of on a crest in 04. They weren't totally... Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call them... Uh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, you know, Homer gets his beer... His donuts and his hot dog and his junk food from Apu. He gets his oil changed. Of course, bees come out of the tank and attack his donuts, and, <laughs> and he gets pissed. He gets his hair cut, and they just cut seventy-five dollars, and then he's able to spend time with beers. And then, of course, what only Squeezer could appreciate more than anyone, as he leaves Moe's and slams the door. Poor Hans Mole Man is walking on the street and gets slammed into the <laughs> the concrete. Uh, as he's uh, trying to walk down the sidewalk, and Homer, uh, he's just the wrong place at the wrong time, Hans Mole Man. Uh, great spot. Um, I don't know why uh, there's no, uh, no there's no like new Simpsons ones, right? Uh, I haven't seen one in a little while. I'd like to see one. I'm. I don't want to. I, I feel like last couple of years I got my hopes up, just for 
Like, it seems like when everyone's looking for, like, oh, I can't wait to watch the commercials. I just yeah. feel like we got in it because we're, we're, we're on this little nostalgia bubble now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw you know, that. I don't know. Who, take advantage I, of it. I forget who. They could bastardize it easily. I forget who it's for, but, but Bill Murray was apparently in Pennsylvania shooting a Groundhog Day commercial. I don't know who it's for. Yeah, I did see. I saw that. Yeah. And I believe it was on the Instagram. So what comer- what trailers do you think we're going to see this year at the Super Bowl? I, I think we're going to get a good Ghostbusters one, a new Ghostbusters one. Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's anything else. Where, I mean, there'll probably be a uh, Black Widow one. There'll probably be maybe a New Mutants one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but- yeah, but those aren't, those aren't big enough, though. Yeah, they are. Black Widow? They are, but they're not. It- Black Widow's the but May had- Marvel movie. Are you kidding me? I know it is, but it's not Endgame big. No, but it's still the May Marvel movie. I know it is, but it's not as... It might be this. And I'm not taking away from it. I'm going to go see it. Um, we haven't had this Ghostbusters in no, Ghostbusters, 31 years. I'm not saying Ghostbusters isn't the biggest... I'm saying if still... no, no, no. I'm, but we've had we've just had so much Marvel where it's almost like you're used to. What I'm saying is I like the surprise of it, and it's like oh shit, there it is, versus like oh well, of course we're gonna see a Black Widow trailer, you know what I mean? Yeah, but of course we're gonna see a Ghostbusters trailer. There's no surprises <laughs> anymore, Squeezer. In fact, yeah, that's... they'll tease it and they'll probably air it two days before the Super Bowl. I know. Yeah, we'll have a commercial teasing uh, the, the commercial. commercial, which is a teaser. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I hope for a good Ghostbusters one since it's coming out oh, this I summer. I hope so. And um, I hope for a good Black Widow one because I'm excited for it, even though Squeezer's not excited for a May uh, Marvel. You were going to say that. Uh, I'm excited for a New Mutants. Um, Demon Bear Saga. I can't believe they're doing that. I still can't believe they're doing that. I hope it's done right. I'm assuming that Kevin Feige only is releasing it because he was able to craft it the right way for the release. But Who's got the game? Is it Fox this year? Yep. Because stupid Joe Buck and... Stupid Troy okay. Eggman. Uh, hmm. That has nothing to do with it. What does Fox have to offer? Disney owns it all now, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, they won't be pumping and filling any of their movies because they don't own the studio anymore. But um, I really think uh, the big ones we're going to see are uh, Ghostbusters and uh, Black Widow, New Mutants. Unless we see n- not just movies, but like streaming service stuff or, you know. Yeah. Probably maybe like uh, like, if if Stranger I get Things. if HBO put something out and I get a I get a new Westworld uh, that that's what something I would love to see. There might be a new Stranger Things trailer. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, I I I think that might be the big uh, big uptick in that this year over movie trailers. I mean that's the shift. I, what about yeah? When's that Harley Quinn movie come out? That comes out soon. 
I think so. I, I don't know if that, I mean, we'll see it, but I don't know if we'll see anything new or spectacular because I've seen so many ads for it already. Yeah, it comes out like three and days. And especially on the sports channels. Like, they're really hitting that, like, 18 to 35-year-old male right. demographic with that. Which it, of and course it comes out would, the but... weekend after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there's no, ah, maybe. Maybe they'll push it. But it won't be anything that we haven't I'm, seen. I'm sure we'll see it, but I don't know if, it, I don't think it'll be anything new. What about Sonic the Hedgehog? That comes out Valentine's Day. Um, if they're smart, they won't spend the money to advertise that on the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, we'll see. Jim Carrey playing Robotnik. I know. Eh, don't get started. If you don't, if you call him that or Doctor Eggman, half the internet's gonna jump down your fucking throat. He's, Holy shit! He's billed as Robotnik in the movie. I know that, and you try telling Reddit that, okay? I haven't seen Holy anything on Reddit shit, about that. Vicious. Uh, so the new mutants is in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, no time to die. That might be one. The new James Bond. Okay. Yeah, we'll see that for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm looking here. Oh, a black widow. Probably that's May 1st. There's some David. No, no one's seeing that. Oh, a legally blonde three is May 8th. Hmm. Maybe closer to halftime, we'll see that. Oh, the Scoob movie, the Scooby-Doo uh, 3D animated one, Scoob. You'll see that early. Yeah. That looked actually good, That the first yeah. commercial I saw for it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. I saw the commercial before uh, Jumanji, the new Jumanji. Oh, Wonder Woman 1984. We'll probably see Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll probably be a fresh one. Yeah, there'll be a new Wonder Woman one. Uh, maybe a new Top Gun Maverick one. Oh, yeah. Because that yeah, comes okay. out in June. All right. Yeah, you know what? I've been so uh, preoccupied with not sleeping at night. Uh, I forgot what's even coming out. So That Free Guy movie, the movie like that he's stuck in a video game, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. You might see that. The GTA uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the new Minions movie is coming out July 3rd. That could be something. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out July 10th. So. I'd be disappointed if we don't see something. Yeah. Jungle Cruise, that might be the new do, rock do movie. We, do we see, is it too early to see, do we see an original cast member in a Super Bowl commercial? Oh, I mean, it's pretty much yeah. confirmed. Do we do Ackroyd, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Uh, so bef- we saw Bad Boys for Life over the weekend. And before was... they aired the Morbius trailer, and I fucking, as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, is this Morbius? I completely blanked that they were doing it. The living fucking vampire. I fucking fl- flipped out. I started fanboying so hard. Jared <laughs> Leto plays. And he's, and they completely tie it in at the end. Uh, fucking spoilers if you haven't seen the trailer. But at the end, uh, fucking Michael Keaton's, uh, Vulture is in the end of the movie, so they're tying it into the fucking Marvel Spider-Man oh, universe. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Jared Leto's Morbius, the Living Vampire. Come on, I'm excited for that. Uh, Jungle Cruise, the Disney rock feature. Oh, Bill and Ted face the music. Ooh, that would be cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I guess there, there's a, a sequel to right the... Right back-to-back with John Wick 7. 
Yeah. No, there's a Hitman's Bodyguard sequel, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Uh, I like the games. That's a game, the Hitman's Bodyguard? Oh, you mean like Hitman? Like the? No, no. That, remember that movie with Ronald Reynolds and Sam Jackson, the Hitman's Bodyguard? Oh, no. I thought you meant like another Hitman no, movie. No, I'm like, no, Timothy no. Oliphant? No. Um, a new Conjuring in September. I don't like scary movies. Hurt my feelings. Uh, a new Kingsman franchise, the Kingsman. Is that the spinoff? Are they going to yeah. America now? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. There's a teaser trailer. I haven't seen it yet, though. So it's, uh, well, both a third installment of Kingsman franchise and a Statesman spinoff. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I think that's it. All right. Uh, hopefully we see Ghostbusters. I, I think out of oh, all of them. Halloween, think, the, the Halloween sequel, Halloween Kills, is out in October. I think Top Gun's gonna, is going to, is your guarantee for sure, we'll see Top Gun. I think, oh, there's a, a Dune remake coming out. Yeah. Dennis, the Luthian. Oh, and Coming to America. Oh, that would be cool to see. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. They fi- I mean, they finished filming, so. Yeah, it's called Coming the Number Two America. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Dune, but I don't, I don't see them. That's not really your Super Bowl market. I think for sure we see James Bond. Yeah. I think for sure we see Ghostbusters. I think for sure we see Top Gun Maverick. I think for sure we see more. I bet Sony pays. Sony's trying to to fucking come back to the top. So I bet Sony spent. They had, they they did good with Bad Boys. Bad Boys for Life is pretty good. I suggest seeing it. It's probably one of the better out of the three movies. Really? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't directed by Michael Bay. That's why. Oh, okay. Oh, so you can see what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's still a lot of Michael Bayisms in the movie. He produced it, but sure. But yeah. All right. Uh, here is your next pick. You there, Squeezer? What was that? Do you, do you think it? Do you think it worked? Did they all look down at their phones like, "What the hell"? I doubt it. Oh, okay. Well, that's maybe. what it was supposed to do. Yeah, maybe. It worked for FedEx. <laughs> it did. All right. So, ah, look at that. We did some, like, shtick there. Theater of mind shit like we, we used to do, remember? Shtick. Before we lost our minds. Yes. Back in 1998, FedEx really just broke the internet before people really said anything about breaking the internet. Um, or there was much of an internet to break. So... In 1998, FedEx ran an ad, we apologize. And then, and so at this point, Super Bowl ads have been, it's like the thing now. Like they really took off and you're spending a shit ton of money on ads. Mm-hmm. And everything is over the top and loud and funny or, you know, dramatic. And it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And they went the opposite direction. What is the most jarring uh, attention-grabbing thing you can possibly do in the middle of the Super Bowl when you have your TV cranked in a party. Uh, just not play any audio whatsoever, I guess. Absolutely. Just cut the audio and people's heads snap around. 
And so you go from one commercial and right to the next and you get color bars and no audio and it waits about a second or two. You get a beat before the text starts scrolling across the screen because they didn't want the text to scroll right away because you might miss it. They want to give you the time. You're like, hey, what the hell's wrong with the TV? Who turned the TV off or what happened? And people look and they see color bars like, oh, shit, what's going on? And you get this. You get a scrolling text with no audio saying, we apologize. You should be watching the new ad for Earth Co-Insurance. It starred those lifeguards from Baywatch and a chorus line of singing kangaroos. We even get Garth Brooks to do the music. It was very humorous. Unfortunately, a tape of the commercial didn't get to NBC on time. Imagine $1.3 million is going down the tubes all because some boob at our ad agency didn't send the commercial with FedEx. Had they used FedEx, they would still be our ad agency. Ah, uh, that, that commercial wouldn't Brilliant. Even, you can't even use that commercial anymore. We deliver all our ads digitally. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I thought you meant because the color bars would have been four by three. That'd be mm, kind of weird oh, too. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it it was it was really. I remember seeing this. I remember watching it as a kid, and it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It dropped out, and like, what the hell? And I look, and I'm like, I, I'm sitting there. I'm what, like, fifteen, sixteen, and I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Like, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. And it got everyone talking. Like, oh, you see that, that FedEx ad, that FedEx ad. It didn't matter what the text was. It was supposed to be silly, whatever. It's not. But it got you to use the words, say FedEx. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, too, I mean, the ads cost a fortune. This one had to have been, of all the ads, much cheaper than everything else out there. Now, most of you are thinking, well, it probably didn't cost anything because it's just Pretty much, you could just record color bars and scroll the text, and boom, you're yeah, done. It didn't cost the ad agency anything. <laughs> it cost FedEx money. It, oh, it absolutely cost FedEx money because think about this. So when when I say minimal production costs, I, I mean minimal in the sense that you still had to have meetings regarding the commercial, and then you have to have meals at those meetings and meals regarding the commercial. Then you have to travel to those meetings and have more meetings, and then travel back and then circle back around. They probably had an artist cut out the bars and lay them on a a, a, a track, like a tracking sheet, and mm-hmm. then they probably filmed it in 35 millimeter, and then uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, what's it called? Fucking the scene capture when you take, they, tel- they telescened it to beta right back then, <laughs> probably beta SP. <laughs> and then they ran it through a uh, sphere to character generate it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not joking. That's probably what no, they did. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm laughing at it because as because all you have to do is punch up color bars and hit record. Yeah. But no, they yeah. probably had someone cut out and lay out the color bars, and then mm-hmm. they probably filmed it on 35 millimeter, telescene to the beta SB, uh, imported it in the sphere, put the tie to the put the as they called it back then, the supers over it, the superimpositions over it. Yep. Yeah, put the super on, and then uh, then they cranked it back out to thirty five millimeter, probably. Then put it on to they telescene it back to thirty five millimeter, and then <laughs> retelescene it back to 
uh, bid SP to deliver to whoever was yeah. on the Super Bowl. Yeah. And there were various uh, meetings in there to discuss the uh, the content of it as well, and and where they're going with the ad. Oh yeah. And they had everyone had notes. Oh yeah, gotta have notes. Gotta have notes. Gotta oh, have also, notes. It, here's I the other the thing too. Show... You're forgetting it's not dead silence. They did add a small electrical hum underneath it. Um, so I'm sure that was also a note and in the meeting as well. So you have to bring in sound mixing because you can't just, you can't just somehow unplug a humbucker and just allow a little bit of buzz to get through. No, you have to, you have to have an, a, a musician come in, uh, and a recording booth what, and were they Foley sempty, artists. Were they empty color bars? Yeah. They're like, oh man. The magenta just just doesn't really <laughs> pop for me. I don't know if we want to make it a little more magenta. Can we do more magenta? There's 70 color bars. There are 100 IRE units of each. We uh, I'll tell you what, though. They were crushing the blacks on it. Were they? Yep. That might have just been the record. It might be. I'm looking at it on YouTube. Yeah, so. it's a VHS record. That they, known to crush blacks. Oh, well, yeah. Sure. Uh we're getting a little technical here. I know. In hindsight, though, Could we what I want, though, out of all this. 36 IRE and a 61 degree NTSC phase <laughs> angle. Anyway, we could bump that up to about a 37 IRE luminance. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah uh, we could do fun. that. We could do that. Yeah. Um, what I want now, and this had its moment, and it's brilliant the way it is. I now want to see the lifeguards from Baywatch and a chorus line of singing kangaroos doing Garth Brooks. I think if they're smart, they come now they finally give us the Earth Co insurance company that we were meant to see. All right. Yeah. Because the technology is there. Now you could probably make this commercial now for cheaper than they made the color bar commercial. Mm-hmm. Because now you just CGI the kangaroos. Mm hmm. And they'd have to also have CGI all the... Fi- they'd have to go all Star Wars face on the Baywatch people. <laughs> do a little do a little face tweaking. Uh, do a little lifting on the torsos. Yeah. Mm. Reduce the bulge on Hasselhoff so, yeah. you know, it can go on network TV. Right. So much bulge. Yeah. All right. I say we do it. Let's... Come on... FedEx, get on your shit and do it. Give us the nostalgia. This, this, give us the nostalgia fix we all want. Give it to us, damn it! All right. Um, I guess I'm next. Yeah. All right. Here is my next weird commercial. New for 2078. PlayStation 9's new electronic spores tap straight into your adrenal gland. PS9 has improved retinal scanning. A mind control system. Holographic movie surround vision. And telepathic personal music.
the ultimate just got better. PlayStation 9. Teleport yours today. So, Squeezer, this is funny and, and, and timely. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a spot from near 2000 uh, uh, celebrating the release of PS2, and it was for the PS9. The PS9 logo is the PS with a 9 styled to look just like the 2. <laughs> just like the PS5 logo. Wow, they, it's like they knew. Yeah, it's like they know. Uh, we might, that's what we might see. We might be seeing a PS5 and an Xbox commercial. Yeah, probably. I don't Possible. know, but they just released today that Xbox was like the black eye on the Microsoft's earnings. I bet Microsoft tries to spin them off soon. Hmm. Their cloud services are killing it, apparently. Uh, but yeah, it's the it's a 2078, the PS9, the Microspore, Chuma Jiggies, direct, direct, uh, connect directly to your adrenal glands and take you into the wild world of kicking people in the sternum as you walk around the streets and be a badass and jump off buildings. Like, you're kind of in the Matrix, but they don't have the budget to be exactly the Matrix. <laughs> they did spend a lot of money on this movie. He's holding some glass orb that says PS9, stylized like the PS2, but in a 9. And he it, it opens up, and these little um, micro spores come out and go right up his nose, attached to his adrenal glands. He's in the game. It's got advanced retinal scanning. I don't know why you need retinal scanning when your adrenal glands are attached with... Microspores, <laughs> right? Right. Right. I'm not being crazy here. What do you? So 2000. Let me do the math here. That was, what year is it? No, let me do the math. I said let okay. me do the math. So in the year 2000, PlayStation 2 came out. We are in the year 2020, and is PlayStation 5 coming out this year? Yes. PlayStation 5. So it'll be out for this holiday season. 20 years to get. So PlayStation 2, so that's three, four, five. That's three iterations. Took 20 years. So yeah. we'll be at eight, nine, and no, wait, six, seven, eight in 2040. And nine by, let's see, 20 divided by three equals six years. So it's about six year. So we'll be at 246. So they're off. We'll be at PlayStation 9 by 2046. Unless, yeah. You know, so not 2078, like they said in this commercial. Unless they start doing laying out and just doing uh, like firmware updates and hardware add ons. But uh, look what the 30, that, look what the 32X did. So probably not the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, it they has did, to plateau at some they point, did right? The, the PS4 Pro. Yeah. So if you add a pro in each time now, so double that. You get your PS5 Pro. Hmm. You think they can make it last longer? Five? Like, let's say they get 10 years instead of six years. So we're in 2020. So in 2030, there'll be the PS6. In 2040, the PS7. Mm-hmm. And 2050, the PS8, and 2060, the PS9. We're getting closer. We're still 18 years yeah, well, away. Well, it, it, it gets to a point where the return on, in all seriousness, your return on investment, like, isn't there. You start hitting that uncanny valley, 
And it gets to the point where we're all just finally playing Night Trap again. Now, why is this kid in the 2078 PlayStation 9 commercial dressed like he's in 1999? Because fashions all come back around. Who doesn't want to wear Jinkos and oversized fleece? Yeah, right. I want this PS9 or, but the, the 9 stylized to look like a backwards P that looks exactly like the 5 and the 4 and the 3 and the 2. And the people fucking complained about that. I can't believe it. <laughs> but isn't that, isn't that what you're supposed to do with a logo is keep it consistent so it's brand recognizable? Eh, who knows, Squeezer? Who knows uh, in this right. world? Uh, all right. Here is, uh, you did a lot of research on that, so I'm assuming we're about an hour and 20 in. This is going to be our longest episode. Not our shortest, but not our longest, which is okay. But there's a chance you might go 40 minutes on your next one. So here we go. Squeezers next pick. But. But. Fives. But. But. Fives. But. Uh. Alright, so in nineteen ninety-five we were graced with a cultural phenomenon. Who knew that three amphibians reciting the words that they see off of a bar swamp reflecting in their water would become just, you know, icons of Americana. I'm talking about the Budweiser frogs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, these commercials ran, so the whole Budweiser, there's a saga to it. You got the, the, the frogs. Originally, it was just this uh, one spot of them basically just like uh, trying to reiterate, uh, uh, verbalize, verbalize the um, the Budweiser logo on the bar, and then it grew from there. Where the frogs developed uh, little personalities, and they were, you know, they'd do stuff like, you know, they started to like the beer. Um, they would like stick their tongue out and like get on the hold of a truck and get yanked by the beer truck. I'm like, ah, oh, hey, hey, I'm gonna get Budweiser. Um, or the one frog thinks he's going to get laid because there's this hot little gecko there, you know. Um, they were adorable. People love them. And especially, like, I mean, my dad was obsessed with these because he thought it was the greatest thing on TV. It's like, this was his favorite show, the Budweiser Frogs. And it's like, finally, something on TV meant for me. Sure, they have sports and stuff, and but finally, there is an entertaining beer commercial that I can watch. That's pretty much the approach to it. Uh, and, and it grew from there. They had, they started adding in characters. Um, yeah, the, the, the talking. Uh, Louie and Frankie and then a ferret. Um, and they were like these uh, uh, chameleons that were like basically Brooklyn mobsters. And Louie hires the ferret to kill the frogs. It, it gets pretty dark. Um and then eventually the uh, they replaced the frogs because the frogs are still pretty basic. You know, they were just the Budweiser frogs, whereas um, the uh, chameleons had like character. They they yeah. had names. Uh, they talked. 
it, it was a whole shtick. And they were aimed at an, an older audience because would you believe – I'm a serious question here. Would you believe that certain parents and certain – they're not just parents but groups um, were upset over this advertising? Um, dare I call it the Joe Camel effect that they are thinking Budweiser – is targeting children no shit. advertising. I know. But but as we all learn, right. most of us, uh, they're targeting men. And most of us, and I'm th- being sexist, that's what they were doing. And most of us men yeah. are idiot man children. So they really have no choice. Yeah, like if you're trying to target a 30-something-year-old guy to drink your beer, you're going to make him a commercial that appeals to a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here right now. Let me go. I'm look. I got my little Lego Starfighters and Snowspeeders. I have my Brave Star action figure. I have a Viewmaster in my hands right now, and I'm looking at dinosaurs. So if you want to sell me beer, you better have some cute anthropomorphic animal doing something silly to do it. And know who else loves that? Kids. Yeah. Yeah, so they after like three years, by 98, they phased out the frogs and went with the lizards who were targeted at an older audience. Well, guess what? Guess who loves the goddamn lizards? 15-year-old me. Yeah, me too. I love the lizards. But and I now, still I want to get drunk. Right. I don't like Budweiser, though. No, I wasn't going to drink them. Like, hey, these frogs like Budweiser, but, you know, that Rolling Rock looks all right over there. You know, what the hell? Yeah, or you know, I went with a different green bottle, Heineken. Yeah, yeah. But Heineken also. Well, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't made of money back in my teens. No, Heineken also doubled down on that. There's, you can see a Heineken ad every once. I had one on my short list, the Brad Pitt one, uh, directed by Dave Fincher. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually, this one, uh, funny. This was directed by at the time a big commercial director. He went on to do bigger and better things and less than better things. And now kind of like hoping someone calls him back after uh, Lone Ranger. Uh, Gore Verbinski. Yeah, uh, Gore Verbinski's like a thousand though. He does, I don't think he gives a shit. He's not that old. He's like in his 50s. Is he? I thought he was way older than that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, he's 55. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Time does not um uh Lone Ranger does not do you well, I guess. No, he, well he was all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and he made them a shit ton of money and then Lone Ranger was one of those they lost a lot of money on that. He did Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh he yeah. was a producer. Well, he was on. a producer. He was a producer on it. Yeah, he's um, kind of in Hollywood. He's in Hollywood prison right now. Yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, it's only been, uh, what, seven years? Lone Ranger, yeah. Yeah, so give him a little bit of time and people forget. He did Rango, I love Rango. Yeah, that was fun. It was Hunter Thompson as a gecko. It's almost like he took a little bit of something from uh, his uh, Budweiser frogs there. He did, yeah. you, because those guys wound up being in there. Those animals. What are they called? Frogs. No, uh, Rango was a uh, chameleon. Was he chameleon? 
He was a chameleon, I think. Uh, An anthropomorphic Yeah, he was chameleon. a chameleon. And the chameleons were in the later one. They were the ones with the attitude, right? Yeah, it was Louie and Frankie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so you could say, like, uh, Rango's just a spinoff of the and, Budweiser and he, campaign. And he probably hung out with Johnny Depp a bunch in the Pirates movie, and Johnny told, probably told him a bunch of Hunter Thompson stories. And it probably turned into, ah. uh, let's make uh, Hunter Thompson as a chameleon in the Mojave Desert. This is backcountry. We can't stop here. He's a guy I'd try. I mean, you, you get two bombs after making a shit ton of money with all the pirates shit. Um, because I guess he did a cure for wellness, which didn't do well either. Hmm. Um, but he's got he's got what's spaceless? I'm looking. He's got something in the works right now. I think. Um, there was rumors that he was going to do the um, uh, Bioshock movie. You know, based off the video game. I was very excited for that for quite some time. But it's that's in developmental fucking purgatory. Yeah. That'd be a cool looking movie. Well, um Oh, but yeah, Budweiser Frogs were uh synonymous with the Super Bowl ads. It was almost there was a time where it's like, what's gonna be the next big Budweiser Frog commercial? You right. know, it's like you were just waiting. Right. Yeah, they, they had a run uh, outside of the Super Bowl, though, too. And then mm-hmm. I, they probably would uh, crescendo at the Super Bowl then every year. Is that fair? a fair term? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're on my last pick. You ready for it? This, this aired immediately after the Super Bowl in 1990. Ooh. Well, 49ers won. Yay! Barry. So McDonald's everywhere, even in Homer, Alaska. Will honor the winners with a dollar nine DLT. Break out the Diet Coke. But should Bronco fans lose just because their team did? Yeah! Of course not. So they'll still get their 99 cent quarter pounder with cheese. Even though they didn't win. But we played our little hearts out. A dollar nine McDLT and a 99 cent quarter pounder for a limited time. We're going to watch the Super Bowl every week. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch the super bowl every week it was just an ad uh, mcdonald's did in 1990 when it was um this uh i just found it because the niners are playing this year the niners won against uh the broncos and if the niners won you get the dollar oh nine mcdlt for a week and uh, if the broncos won you get the 99 cent mcdouble or whatever whatever fuck it and they're in far uh, homer alaska <laughs> the land of champions and they show they they have like real Niners fans holding the Diet Coke. It's funny. Cute little commercial. I have really nothing to say about it. That's why I put it last. Nah, fair enough. Cute little McDonald's commercial. It's the <laughs> Super Bowl, everybody. So go out and get your chips, get your dips, make your nachos, make your meatballs, make your queso with sausage, make your mac and cheeses, make your little hot dogs in a bun. Uh, and, and you know what? Message us. Uh, I'm RK at Radios.com. He's Squeezer at Radios.com. Message me and him and tell us what you make for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I went, and what, I want recipes. Yeah, we want to know um, what you make for the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it on the next week's show in the, in the opening. Uh, and then I'll, ta- I'll tell you what I wound up making. And, Squeeze, you tell me what you wound up making. And I'll uh, probably be asleep by 630. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I gotta go see princesses early in the day, so... 
Oh yeah, it's a, it's a you got a big group. Dwayne's in now. Dwayne and Cyrus. Oh snap! Oh, this is gonna be a good time. Yeah, you got a good group. I wonder if they'll be serving alcohol. Uh oh boy. Yeah. Uh, or cigars. In a lot of trouble. Is there? Is it, is it a smoking suite? Yeah. Right. At Disney on Ice. Yeah, I don't know where the hell you are. I just don't. smoke some ropes and yeah. choke down some dog dicks. Um. But yeah, that's uh, so happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. Uh, uh, if everyone saw the the Rattalorian logo, uh, the the stickers are in. They look awesome. Uh, so yeah. once so shiny. Yeah, I talked to our pin maker. They're working on our pin set. They are gonna come and they're gonna be free. There's and also- they're gonna wipe us all out. Yes, they might. There's also T-shirts coming that are a surprise. And there's only a limited edition run of T-shirts. So those fans who get like three or four or five people to to do the steps, they're, they're going to get the special T-shirts for the, with the Rattalorian logo. Oh, shit. That look really awesome. I, show, I gave you a little preview of what they look yeah. like. They're really cool. Uh, and there's more stuff coming. I can't stop making merchandise uh, and giving it away to you people because I love... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that. The idea behind merchandise is that you market it and sell it for profit. I know. I just want to give it away. Uh, yeah, you know, just that. Uh, just because I, I love that you guys listen to our show and you, you like yeah. it. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being rad. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday, no matter how you spend it. And you really in- got me hyped up for it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come clean. I didn't give a damn about it. I got you ready for it. Well, you, all you did was make me want to have all various forms of dip that's and all, hope that I'm going to yeah, get one or what, two commercials it, it, that I want. Yeah, you watch some commercials, you watch some movie trailers, you eat a lot, you drink a lot, and you have a good time. Fuck the game. Yeah. Just enjoy I mean, yourself. I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. Is Steve Young still with the 49ers? No, I don't have... Even yeah, if, then I don't care. Even if, Squeezer, even if the team I like's in the game, I don't have a dog in the fight. See, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have a dog in the... Like, the season begins, I'm like, well, I don't have to worry about this one. All right, to be fair, I'm a Vikings fan. You're a Dolphins fan. You still have the undefeated season. The Vikings have nothing. You have the purple people eaters. Yeah. I just like watching football. I just like watching Red Zone, drinking. We go to the bar, go to Arugas, you eat pierogies and boneless wings, and Mm -hmm. you drink beer, and you go home, and you take a nap while you watch Red Zone. Oh, make some wings, too. Oh, air air fryer. fryer. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Maybe yeah, I'm games. actually I'm excited for this one because I think uh, by now the little squeezette is old enough. It's oh, the game. It's because the game starts earlier. As a Was kid, six 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 thirty kickoff. Usually? Six o'clock kickoff, I think. I don't know. I felt like pre-show. Maybe but anyway, but you know, you got a good like two hours with her. You yeah. know, before bedtime, I can you know we, actually. We're allowed to stay up for the whole game. And as a kid, I loved the Super Bowl. It meant soda. It meant my mom made like hors d'oeuvres. It was like and you, chips and dip, like pimento dip. Like, it was like a thing. Like the Super Bowl as a kid. Like, I, and you know, I was the only one in the family who liked football, but we all watched it. Like the Super Bowl is, oh, it's like an American tradition, no matter whether you like it or not. Like it's a, it's a party. Mm-hmm. And it stimulates the economy because people buy TVs and they buy tons of junk food. And yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, fuck it if you hate us, you know? Well, and uh, here's the thing, though. She like, She's not gonna sit up and watch four hours of of football. So we get like a half hour in, and she's like, "Can we watch Daniel Tiger?" And just for my sanity, I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> fine." You probably and then off. I'll just sit there. So I might be spending Sunday night eating various forms of dip, cheese, and uh, 
cured meats and beer while watching uh, reruns of Daniel Tiger. So. I mean, it's really no worse than the Super Bowl. It's a beautiful day in your neighborhood. Uh, oh, that's what you watch? You watch uh, Daniel Tiger from... Uh, yeah, Mr. well, Rogers? it's an animated... It's a newer... You know, it's Aww, that's a adorable. spin-off. It's adorable. It teaches you lessons. Uh, like, Daniel Tiger's, an ass- Daniel Tiger's an asshole. Then they sing him a little song for about 15 seconds. And then he learns his lesson, and then he's good. That's it's exactly what it like was on. Life. That no, that's exactly what it was on uh, Mr. Rogers. Daniel know, Tiger was a little asshole, and he had to teach him a lesson. Daniel. Yeah, everyone is there. Uh, King the Friday's there. Everyone, everyone's it, in the show except uh, good old Fred. Is it 3D animated? Uh, it's kind of like yeah, it's like a, a South Parkish kind of thing. Uh, okay, texture. that's cool. All right. Well, um, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. We'll be back next weekend with more Rad Years. Stay tuned to RadYears.com for when the pin get set comes in to get in on the giveaway. A lot of cool stuff coming up. I even got the cool stuff I was sharing with Squeezer today about our summer plans. We are uh, we're just gonna fucking Ghostbusters out. This is gonna be the summer of Ghostbusters for the Rad Years podcast. Yeah. And you're just going to get more Ghostbusters content from us than you've ever had before. So enjoy it and look forward to the summer. Until then, we're getting through the winter one show at a time. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll see you later.